Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Bucks game is over. And now, it's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. We are back and ready to go again. A win, a win, a win for your Milwaukee Bucks down in the bubble. Some things don't change. You could take four months off, but this Bucks team does not forget what it's like to win a basketball game. This Bucks team does not forget what it's like to be the most dominant team in the NBA. This Bucks team does not forget what it's like to have the best player in the NBA on your basketball team. And that is what is happening right now. All of those things. They clearly have the best team in basketball. They clearly have what should be a back-to-back MVP in Giannis. All of that applies in a Bucs 119-112 victory over the Boston Celtics. Giannis tonight. Check this out. 14-20 from the field. 1-3 from three. 7-12 from the free throw line. 36 points. 15 rebounds, 7 assists, a steal, a block, and 2 turnovers. He played 32 minutes. First things first. 
Bucks fans, I want to hear from you. This is your show. This ain't, this ain't, I mean, I'm hosting technically, yes, but this is your show. This is where you come after games to react, to make your calls, to talk about what you just saw tonight on a Friday night, July 31st of 2020. The season finally restarts for the Bucks, sitting as the one seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs. There should be happy Bucks fans tonight. I want to know what you thought of what you saw on TV. Did you like how it looked? Did you like the video screens? Did you like all the virtual people that they kept showing sitting in their seats at home watching this thing? Did you like the music, which was the Bucks music choice? Did you like that because they were technically the home team? Did you like everything that you saw on your TV set tonight? I listened to Ted Davis, like I always do, because Ted's my guy. And I will simply say, I didn't like the radio part of it. Not that Ted was bad, because Ted is always exquisite, like a fine wine, is Ted Davis. I miss the squeaking of the sneakers. I miss the sound effects of the hoop. All it was, the background was just kind of dim crowd noise was about the extent of it. I miss everything else that goes along with it in the background. So for me, that was noticeable listening on on the radio portion of it. I wish there were more sound effects or more mic'd up uh, basketball type stuff that you could, that would come through on the radio. The TV version of it was okay. I mean, pretty much the identical same thing as we saw last night on both games last night on TV. But at the end of the day, as a fan, you're just happy basketball's back. Right? You're just happy basketball is back. And that is something I think you can get down with. That is something that I think you look at and you say, man, I know it's in July. I know the NBA shouldn't be on right now, but man, this is nice. This is nice to know we're going to have Bucks basketball. And they win 119 to 112 on top of everything else. Beautiful. Absolutely a beautiful thing. Let's go inside the box score. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. On the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. And see what your favorite players did in today's game. Presented by Autos Wine and Spirits. Locally owned, offering the widest selection of beer, wine, and liquor with everyday low prices at their seven Milwaukee locations. AutosWineAndSpirits.com. All right, let's go inside the box score. Bucks win 119 to 112. Giannis leads the way with, like I said earlier, 36 points, 15 boards, seven assists on the night for him. 32 minutes played. Chris Middleton, 33 minutes played, 6 of 20 from the floor, 2 of 9 from three-point range, 4 of 4 from the line. 18 points tonight for Middleton, 8 assists, 5 boards, and a steal to go along with one turnover. Brooke Lopez, 29 minutes, 4 of 10 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 14 points, 
four rebounds, a steal, six block shots, and two turnovers. Wesley Matthews tonight, 27 minutes, two of six from the floor, two of six from the three-point line, three of three from the free throw line, nine points for Wesley Matthews. No rebounds, no assists, nothing else. Uh, Dante DiFincenzo, 27 minutes playing for the injured, uh, well, not injured, but recovering uh, from COVID-19, Eric Bledsoe. Four of eight from the floor for DiFincenzo, two of five from three. He had 10 points, six boards, three assists, and a couple of turnovers off the bench tonight. Ursan Ilyasova, 14 minutes, one of two from the floor, one of one from three, four of four from the line, seven points, four boards, and one turnover for him. 14 minutes for Robin Lopez, three of four from the field, one of two from three, two of two from the free throw line, nine points, a board, and assist, and a couple of turnovers. George Hill, 28 minutes, two of five from the floor, zero of two from three, three of four from the free throw line, seven points, four boards, four assists, a steal, and a couple of turnovers for George Hill. Kyle Korver, 14 minutes, 2 of 5 from the field. 2 of 5 from 3-point range for Korver. 6 points, couple of boards and assists, couple of steals and 2 turnovers. Sterling Brown got some run, 23 minutes, 1 of 4 from the field, 0 of 3 from 3-point three range. 1 of 1 from the line, 3 points, 6 boards and assists, 3 steals for Brown. One turnover. Bucks shoot 46.4% from the field versus 407 for Boston. From three-point range, 13 of 41, good for 31.7%. Boston, 11 of 37 for 29.5%. From the free throw line, 27 of 34, 79.4% for Boston. For the Bucks, 28 of 34, 82.4% from the line. So they end up with the same amount of free throws after Boston held an advantage at halftime in that one. Rebounds, Boston 48, the Bucks 47. Assists, 25 for the Bucks to just 18 for Boston on the night, seven block shots for the Bucks to five for the Boston Celtics, both with 15 turnovers uh, this evening. Time now for the legend. It's time to get the perspective of tonight's game from a Hall of Famer. I love the city of Milwaukee, the Bucks organization. A Bucks legend. It's all about the game, and I'm just blessed to be a part of the great game of basketball. Sidney Moncrief joins the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Check out their new and certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz vehicles off of I-43 North at Silver Spring Drive on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, Bucks get the win tonight, 119 to 112 over the Boston Celtics. Game one of the remaining eight inside the bubble. Like Buena Vista, Florida, joining us now, as you just heard, the Bucks legend, Sidney Moncrief. Good evening, Sidney. Thanks for coming on. Sparky, I am just fatigued listening to you do those stats. You did an outstanding job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. You get used to it. You get used to it after doing this long enough. Hey, hey, first things first, what did you think uh, as far as how this game has looked on TV? Last night, obviously, uh, you had a couple of games on TV as well. I mean, you got the video boards. You got the virtual fans on the video boards, the graphics, the way this whole thing plays out inside the bubble. How did you like it? I liked it because at the end of the day, all that really matters is the quality of play. And I thought – the games last night that I watched, I watched some of the games, I thought the quality of play was good. They had fresh legs, players had energy, they competed, and the same thing tonight. As long as they keep the quality and the intensity, then I think it will be okay in the bubble. Giannis versus LeBron, that's the MVP debate. 
Uh, and we've had different people on. Kenny Smith of T- NBA and TNT was with me on the uh, Wendy's Big Show this afternoon. He thinks it's a 50-50 uh, chance of who's going to win this thing. You talk to others, they think Giannis might win this thing going away. Tonight, you know, 36, 15, and 7. Voting is already done, I understand, but it's hard to argue just how good Giannis was this year, regardless of LeBron and his Lakers. And two things stuck out tonight with Giannis, because sometimes he has big numbers, but down the stretch, he doesn't really dominate as much as he probably could. But tonight, 16 points, and he had those big three-point plays at the end of the game, and he made both foul shots. And that's when you start. He's a great player now, but you like to see that dominant play at the end of the game, which we saw tonight, and it makes him a hands-down, in my opinion, hands-down he should be the MVP of the NBA. Even they forget about tonight. He's just had a tremendous year, and so have, so have the Bucks. I just can't imagine – him not being the MVP, but remember, no one talked about the Bucks when we were in this this shutdown. That's they were true. Talking about the Lakers, yep. they were talking about the Clippers, they were talking about the Celtics, and I'm like, hold on, who had the best record in the NBA when this thing stopped? You know, it's funny. We had Sean Grandy on, who's a play-by-play guy for the Celtics. We had him on this afternoon too. I had a bunch of people on this afternoon, and Grandy was saying, from his perspective, I didn't even ask him. He just brought it up in conversation that. It seems like across the national media, nobody wants to talk about the Bucks winning a title. Everybody wants to talk about the Lakers or the Clippers, and he can't seem to figure out why that is, why the Bucks are just not even being talked about. And my reasoning was, I think part of this is that a lot of these national guys want Giannis the heck out of Milwaukee. They want him in a bigger market. They would love to see him in L.A. I think that's kind of the reason. And if Giannis and the Bucks fall in the finals nationally, everybody's have these thoughts that maybe, just maybe, he might leave Milwaukee and go somewhere else. And I think it drives me and all other Bucks fans crazy because of it. It really does, and I think that's part of the reason why we, we have this debate about Giannis and LeBron as far as MVP. I, I think it's driven somewhat by that. And the fact that those are two high-profile, as you know, cities and markets, they get a lot of the voice. But Milwaukee came out tonight, and they had a chip on their shoulder. Don't forget about Lopez. He was a huge key to this game. No doubt. He set the tone along with Giannis. And anytime you have someone down 15 points in the first quarter, you're saying that we are the best team in basketball. Everything is going to come through us. And they played just a tremendous game tonight. But it doesn't surprise me. Giannis set the tone because he was on a mission. And I I think they can keep it up. I really do. It's a shortened season. And it should not have an asterisk behind this. Remember, if the Bucks win the, the title, then remember, they were on track to win the title anyway. Sure were. Now, someone else, if someone else wins it, then you put that little mark there. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> not if the Bucks win it. I, I don't care. I, I'll be. I, I don't. If they stop this thing at some point in the bubble and go, hey, we're gonna name a champion. Bucks had the best record. They're the champion. Done. I'll take it. I, I don't care. I don't care how it happens. I, I just want to say the Bucks uh, are, are the champs at the end of the day. I want to get your thought on one other thing here, and that's Bledsoe, who obviously didn't play tonight, and who's going to play here at some point during this little eight-game uh, regular season run before the playoffs. 
for me as a fan, I get frustrated watching him in certain games throughout the season before the sh- shutdown where, you know, if it's Giannis and Middleton out there, he may take two or three shots and a half and kind of falls into the shadow. If one of them isn't out there, then you see aggressive Eric Bledsoe on the offensive end, and it's a different player. And I've been saying for the last, I don't know, week or so at least, that if they're going to win a championship, they need aggressive Eric Bledsoe on the offensive side of the floor to prove to be a threat. We normally win, or teams normally win titles when you have three players that are playing at a high level, not only offensively, but just the way they play the game. We can make a strong argument, Sparky, that Lopez, Middleton, Giannis at a high level might be enough to win the NBA title because Bledsoe is savvy and smart enough to pick his spots when he feels like he can exploit the other team And it makes a lot of sense when Giannis is off the court and Middleton is off the court. Of course, you become more aggressive. Otherwise, remember, the best player on the team is Giannis. No doubt. And he's he's going to have the ball in his hands. He's going to make plays. And you have to to say, okay, do your thing, and I'll sit here. And if you pass me one, I'll make a three. If I get in transition, I'm blessed. So I'm going to take it to the goal. But in general, I like how he plays this year. Lesso, I've been very impressed with his play. But you do have three players that can, that can get the Bucks a title. Brooks, Lopez, right? Giannis, and Middleton. I'm on the Brook Lopez train providing that he's knocking down those threes at a good rate. Then I'm, I'm on that train. But if he's not providing that threat from the outside, uh, Sid, I don't know if I'm still on that train with you as him being a third member of a big three. You've got to be on that train because he rebounds, he does. blocks shots, he protects the middle, and he causes the other team not to exploit the Bucks' defense inside, and he can cover up the inside strong enough to where small guys don't have to rotate inside and then get out to three-point shooters. They can stay on three-point shooters and let Lopez deal with anyone penetrating to the basket. That is invaluable. I, I 100% agree with you about his defensive presence. There's no arguing that. The guy's been unbelievable inside well, defensively for him, yes. Well, didn't you tell me you win with defense? I thought you told me that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you definitely do uh, okay. win with defense. Man, <laughs> no, this you, is... You, would, you need offense, too. I'm just... Definitely. You and me are going to have some fun on this postgame show on the way out. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you coming on, and we'll talk to you Sunday night after they play their second game. Okay, thank you. Take care. There he is, Bucks legend Sidney Moncrief on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion outgrowing your home, a Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. Oh, Sidney Moncrief and me. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun as we go back and forth. We may not agree all the time, but it'll be fun one way or the other. All right, now look. There is Sidney Moncrief. We've went inside the box score. Your turn, right? We'll get to Matt Velasquez as well before we're out of here. But your turn. I want the calls. I want the interaction. I want to hear from Bucks fans because you got to be jacked up. You got to be excited tonight after this one. And I'm already getting requests on my phone. People texting me, you better play green and growing at some point tonight if you're back in that chair hosting this show. Well, you know what? It'll come. We'll play some green and growing for you tonight as well. I know Mayor Mitch is kind of partial to green and growing as well. I didn't hear because we went on the air. What did they play after they won the game, Mayor Mitch, other side of the glass? What was their song 
that they played. Did you not hear it either? I, I wish I knew. Yeah, uh, you didn't play it either. I See, now that would have been cool. They would have played green and growing, right, after they won the game. Now we're talking. All right, let's hear from you. Here it goes. your turn. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. This postgame show is made up because of you all, and that's why we've been doing it since 2007. Let's go to Jacob on the south side. You're first up right here on the fan. What's up? Hey, Sparky. Uh, it's an honor to be first up out of the shoot here. And, man, it's just crazy because, I mean, this is close to 15 years that I've been listening and calling into this postgame show. And, you know, we, we got kids now, Sparky. And I remember calling you. Yeah. And all I wanted to do was complain about Corey Maggette and Steven Jackson and all these <laughs> stories and all these scrubs. And now hey, we got a championship season on our hands, buddy. Yeah, one day we'll, you and I will have to talk about Avi's story. I got good stories on that, dude. Um Woo. Yeah, that give me the tea, man. (laughs) Not on the radio, but um, yeah, you know, it it is funny that we've been together so long, a a lot of us. uh, And you know, I I remember doing the show at Fitzgibbons back in the day. Love me some Fitzgibbons, right? Doing the show at Fitzgibbons, and I, I remember there was a group of people that uh, put brown paper bags on their head, then went up to Herb Cole, and then got escorted out of the Bradley Center. And wouldn't you know where all those people ended up drinking after the game? It's Gibbons doing the post-game show, and everybody was having their conversations, packing places for the draft show and so forth. Yeah, man, we've had a great run. And I'm telling you right now, Jacob, if I would have told everybody that's been with me this entire ride that this day was coming, I don't think anybody, including myself, would have believed it. Uh, it's been a long ride, man. I remember being at Fitzgibbons, and I remember a vivid memory of we the Bucks had the third worst record in the league. We were hoping for number one, and they dropped the six. Yeah, that was and, the only you know, year in NBA yeah. history that the three worst teams in the NBA did not end up with one of the top three picks. Instead of having Al Horford at three, which is what would have happened had they been third, you end up with E.G. on Leon. Well, and I remember, uh, so you had a few adult beverages in you that night. This was after you were off the air. Yeah, don't do that while I'm on the air for the record. Well, yes. we had we had convinced you that the Bucks were going to take Joakim Noah, and there were some expletives thrown out. And, no, I and, still don't like that dude. Don't like him at all. Never have, no, never will. No, me, me neither. We, nope. I think we were doing it really to tease you. Just and and that dude, right. and, and that dude, you remember, refused to work out in Milwaukee the whole deal. I uh, had no interest in coming here. and I, at that point, had no interest in having him here. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, boy, well, good yeah, memories. Him, him and East. I mean, that was the year that yes. nobody wanted to work out for the Bucks. Yep, no question. And I remember telling Larry Harris when they made that pick, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You're going to get yourself fired. And he said, oh, hey, man. man, he said, I got to do what's Larry. what's in the best interest of the organization. And he pretty much did what Hammond did with Giannis. And I told Hammond the same thing. I said, I had this same conversation with Larry Harris when he took E. And now you're doing it with Giannis. And he just said, Sparky, if I don't swing for the fences, we're never going to get a superstar. If I get fired for it, fine, but I can't sign a superstar to come here. It's not going to happen. And he swung for the fences, and not only did he hit a home run, he hit a grand slam on Giannis. Well, I mean, speaking of superstar, my, my point I wanted to make was, like, it's nice to see Giannis getting superstar calls four years after he became a superstar. That's like, true. He finally arrived, because to me, like, that, that last offensive foul, like, that was an offensive foul, and it got overturned somehow. I said, man, it feels good to finally have the guy uh, that, uh, you know, referees will ignore conventional wisdom with. But uh, my other question that I wanted to pose to you was, with the way Marcus Smart is an instigator, and, I mean, he's just such a punk out there, do you think it might be a good idea if we see them in the playoffs that maybe game one, 
Robin Lopez gets a little bit a uh, little bit too happy with his elbows or something and sends a message. Yeah, I don't not gonna allow you to do I, that. I, I don't know if that's necessary. Unless Marcus Smart does something to start the, the fiasco, I don't think I want to go down that road. I am not a Marcus Smart fan at all either, so I understand where you're coming from. Thanks for the call. Don't like Marcus Smart, never have liked Marcus Smart. Uh, and I understand if you're a Boston Celtics fan, you love Marcus Smart, right? That's your guy. Gets down, gets dirty, uh, hits an occasional three. Uh, and does what he does, and been in the league, what, six years now? It feels to me like he's been in the league for 100 years. I swear to God, it feels like he's been around forever. Uh, but no, just uh, just those many. You know, it, it's funny. You, you, you talk about, well, you know, if you get into a situation where you get them in a series, the Celtics— okay, so you get them in a series. You have—you get Bledsoe, Connaughton, he didn't play— Marvin Williams, he didn't play. I mean, so you're going to get some guys that could be contributors in a series and see what happens. Uh, DJ Bean does not follow us. But uh, NBC Boston, maybe? He has 27,000 followers. This is what he tweeted. Celtics lost because their best player had a nightmare game in his first game back. Spare me the tears over Giannis fouls. The Celtics are better than the Bucs, and they'll beat them in a series if Kemba's healthy. Let's see. I'm going to retweet that. Let's see if uh, Bucks fans agree with DJ underscore B. And let's see how that goes. Good luck, DJ Bean. Let Buck's Twitter take you apart. Okay, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. Well, let's head over to the X Factor of the game. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Indeed, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studio. Thanks to Gina Della for sponsoring the studio here for the post-game show. That's windows and doors you're going to find. All right, so X-Factor of the game tonight. I, For me, we can look wherever you want to look. It's Giannis. And like Sidney Moncrief said, coming down the stretch in the fourth quarter, he was an absolute beast coming off of four points in the third quarter. I believe he ended up with 16 or so points there in the fourth quarter. That really was the difference in the game. The Bucks. For the most part, had control of it. Things got close heading into the fourth, and then Giannis kind of just took over and didn't allow it to get any closer. That, to me, is the X factor of the game. Let's go to Mike on the south side. You're next on the fan. What's up, Mike? 30 seconds. Keep it 100, Spark. Hey, long week, eh? It was a quick week for me. Uh, we didn't, I, Dan Plucker and the I Big called. Show were talking about how quick of a week it was. I, I think I called four times. I was really into you guys this week. Good. Um, is the family going to let you sleep in tomorrow? Or are you going to be well? It's actually it's actually uh, my girl's birthday tomorrow. 
Oh, you'll be up. So we'll be celebrating the birthday, and the 13-year-old does play tomorrow at the Rock. So, yeah, I'll go. be out watching I, baseball, too. My brother-in-law played, uh, you know, over 50 league at the Rock. Real nice well, facility. Good luck to her. Uh, I don't think he did it this year. I don't think they had it. Okay. Okay, before, before I get to the box, and you know I keep it quick, that Funches take that you guys are playing? Right. Six foreign can run. Call me when the COVID's done. <laughs> get out of here. Hold on. What okay. about the box, Mike? That's what we're talking yeah, about. Uh, we're getting to the box now. I had no problem with the venue, the environment. Didn't even notice. Uh, Giannis didn't fall out. I thought he did, but he didn't. My worry is down the road in the playoffs. If he fouls out, I still think he plays with immaturity. I hope he don't foul out in pivotal games in the playoffs. And one last question. Kareem won one championship and left. If Giannis won one and left, would we be satisfied? Yes. You? Yes. You yes. Would? yes, I would. Yep. Because he kind of said, you know, you can win here. Okay, thanks, Bart. Thank you. Have a good night. I appreciate it. Yep, take care. There he is, Mike on the south side. Let's hear from you, Bucks fans. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FMTheFan. This is going to be a fun night on Twitter. I'm telling you right now, Marcus Smart is talking after the game. I hope we can find audio of Marcus Smart. Tim Bontemps just tweeted this out. Marcus Smart says the referees told him the, quote, excuse – uh, told him that the charge was overturned on Giannis was because he got in the lane late, meaning smart. He said the, quote, real reason was that they didn't want Giannis to foul out. Quote, let's call a spade a spade, Marcus Smart said. Mayor Mitch Ross, tell me quick, did you ever in your life ever think an opposing basketball player would say that the referees overturned a call on that person because they didn't want a Bucks player to foul out in the game ever in your life, ever. Did you ever think it? <laughs> ever. I mean, I've had a few years to get used to it, and uh, this it's, is like it's the happening best. now. Oh, I love it. I just, I just love Marcus Smart talking. That oh, is, me too. That is just amazing. Yep. I, I love the fact that that that's great. Good. I hope we have more of those. I hope there's many, many more where you know they don't call a foul on Yaz because they don't want to foul out. That's true superstardom right there, folks. That is true superstardom. The Bucks get the win tonight, 119-112. Let's talk about it. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. Coming up next, the drive of the game. Plus, we'll hear from Coach Budenholzer and Matt Velasquez in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. All straight ahead here on The Fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Oh, buddy, that's a win for your Milwaukee Bucks tonight, and it feels good to start things off with a win, 119-112 to 112 over the Boston Celtics, just inching our way towards the postseason, one game at a time. Coming up next, they play again on Sunday night. We'll be right back here. I'm right back in this seat Sunday night after the game. Tune in, tell your friends, tell your family, call the show. More callers, the better. That's how I view it.
I can listen to myself talk anytime I want. I can talk to myself at home sitting on the couch when everybody goes to sleep if I want. That's no fun. I'd rather take some calls and have some fun with the show. Giannis leads the way with, get this, 36 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, a steal, a block, couple of turnovers, 14 of 20 from the field, 1 of 3 from the 3-point range, and 7 of 12 from the line, leading all scores. Uh, And then we start talking about defensive plays of the game. Well, what should it be? What should it be? What should it be? Uh, Let's see. Where should we go? Which one do you like best for defensive play of the game, Mayor Mitch Ross? Which, Which cut do we like going to? Uh, the best uh, for defensive play of the game, Mitch. Which one do you like the best? One through six, which one do you like the best for defensive play of the game? I always like to let the producers have some fun and uh, figure out which one he likes the best. Which one of the six do you like, Mayor Mitch? It's got to be the one from the first quarter, Brooke Lopez, with the, one of his six, his probably his first of six rejections on the game, led to that Giannis Statue of Liberty and got me up off my couch for the first time in four and a half months. The Statue of Liberty one, huh? Which one is that? That would be the 17-2 to two was the score. He's telling me this, and here we go, here we go. Block shot, Lopez. Backed it away. Tatum trying to score. DiVincenzo, yes! Bring it down the house. Burst in the bubble. There's trouble in the bubble, Jim. Trouble in the bubble, Jim. Marcus Johnson with that highlight call. And uh, at that point, I was thinking maybe they'd run away and hide on this team. And uh, that's not exactly what happened. We were watching the, that first part of the game. No sound on because we were doing the Wendy's Big Show. Uh, but, yeah, that was a, a big play there. Block shot leads to the transition dunk highlight courtesy of Fox Sports, Wisconsin. Still room for you, 414-799-1250. Andrew on the east side. You're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. What's up, buddy? How's it going, Sparky? Oh, it's going good, man. A win is a win. Away we go again. Oh man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. And let me tell you something. Mike has no no right talking about the Devin Funches. This is a Bucks night. This is not, nothing to do with all the other nonsense. All I know is that Marcus Smart couldn't agree more. Definitely a punk. They like him in Boston. Kemba's back or not? They're forgetting. We're missing Bledsoe, our number three, and Pat Connington. I mean, woo, Giannis looking good. I just want to end it there. I'm just, I got Bucks fever, baby, and I'm ready to go. I'm loving it. Thanks for letting me call in and just, yeah, man. Can really I ask, good. Let me ask you a question. What did you think of how it looked on TV and how last night's game looked, the sound effects, and the whole feel of it? I don't know, man. I just, uh, Okay, with baseball coming back, haven't had a, really a problem with anything. The only problem I've had was with the fake fans. So you don't like the fake fan sound? That that's that's the one thing. Not the sound, the the visual. That I don't know if it was all the virtual or, fans you're talking about. Yeah, did not like that. I liked tonight. I mean, honestly, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even notice there was really no fans in there. I was just so pumped for the Bucks to be back and Giannis. I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah, no question. Finally getting, the, finally getting the superstar calls, the MVP calls. That he, I mean, he deserves that last one. That was, I mean, so, I mean, man, did he look good? I mean, what was he? Uh, I forgot the last set, like fifteen for nineteen from the field. I don't, I don't even remember what it was, but yeah, fourteen to twenty. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, yep. Giannis MVP. I mean, he keeps playing like it's like we. Ne- 
he almost it's almost like he's better. I don't know if it's just been that long since I've seen him, but wow. Yeah, no question. Thanks for the call, Andrew. Tell your friends, tell your family. Call in the postgame show after each and every game. Got some tweets coming in. Always like tweets as well. You can tweet us at 105.7 FM, the fan. Uh, this one comes from Nebraska Howard. Man, Nebraska's my guy. Nebraska, uh, I don't know if he still does, but used to work at the hotel that is now called St. Kate's, but back then it was called the Intercontinental. And every time, well, most times, not every time, but most times I'd go over uh, to the Marcus Center to go watch a, a play. I'd run in Nebraska over at the Intercontinental, and uh, always always nice seeing Nebraska. And now he's tweeting at us. Hey, Sparky, would be nice to have the two teams who are in the finals play on their own home court instead of out of Orlando. The NBA should do this if we get to the finals. I hate that Milwaukee fans would get cheated out of this experience. I respect what you're saying. I get down with what you're saying. There's no way that will ever happen. And the reason it will never happen is see baseball. See baseball. See these guys traveling all over the place, going from city to city, and see the COVID outbreak that baseball currently has. There is no way they're going to allow these teams to leave that bubble, no matter what. Secondly, there will be some fans in the stands for the playoffs. Now, I think it doesn't start until the second round of the playoffs. That's when we officially get underway uh, with being able to have possibly family and friends of these players show up and to be able to cheer their teams on. Once we get to that point, then there'll be some fans. But I get what you're saying, Nebraska, from the aspect of you want to be there with the confetti falling from the Pfizer Forum ceiling, and you want to party after a big win in the Eastern Conference Finals to send the Bucks to the NBA Finals. You want to be a part of that. You want to be partying down in the Deer District, maybe, and celebrating with everybody coming out of the stadium after the big game going crazy. You want me a part of that, too? You'd like to be a part of being down in the Deer District and having the big, giant screen up uh, up there and then having Joe Brown, but Joe Brown's not there anymore, but having Joe Brown, whoever the MC may be, out there talking to the crowd, pumping the crowd up and having Bango out there and they're throwing T-shirts out and everything else and you're watching postseason games like you've done in the past. Yeah, I'd, I'd love all that too. I'd be down with it. But the fact of the matter is you can't do it. Not, not with how we currently sit. Now, unless there's a dramatic turn with this virus between now and October, I just I don't I don't see how they can pull any of that off. I really don't. Now, now those restaurants down there are open, right? So, but again, social distancing there. A lot of times you got need probably be out on the patio. So it's going to make that difficult. It's going to make it real difficult to get that true experience. And the other thing that comes up is, well, what if they win this thing? Is there going to be a parade? I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think so. We'll see, but I doubt it. I'm sure it'll be some type of virtual weird celebration that'll happen. Uh, And you're probably going to have to celebrate with your friends and family or whoever may be in your house or wherever you may be at that point uh, when they win this thing. But I'm okay with it. I'm fine. Totally fine. Have no issues with it. I just want to say I was alive when they won an NBA championship. That's all I'm looking for. I just want to say I saw my favorite basketball team, my favorite team overall, win a championship. That's all. That's all I'm looking for. Like the very first call of the night, Jacob, we've been in this for so long. 
to see it finally come to a crescendo and actually win a championship would be amazing. Amazing. I don't know how anybody could think differently, again, regardless of what you miss. Yes, there'll be a lot of stuff we miss on a normal year. But you know what? If everything goes right and Giannis is here long term, maybe you'll get more than one before it's all said and done. Never know. I'm not going to take it for granted because I thought Aaron Rodgers would have more than one by this point. I thought Brett Favre would have won more than one in Green Bay. So clearly none of that happened. You don't want to take anything for granted. Got to get the first one first. Bucks win 119 to 112 tonight. And uh, you are listening to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North live from the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin studios here on the fan after a Big, big win for the Bucs to get things kicked off. I do have a a complaint, maybe. A concern, maybe, uh, about this win. And I will tell you what that is coming up next here on The Fan. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the wrench and go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. A highlight you heard was from Fox Sports, Wisconsin. The Bucks get the win tonight, 119 to 112. Still to come, we'll hear from Coach Boonholzer in just a few minutes. Also, we'll check in with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Giannis leads the way with 36 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, a steal, and a block shot on 14 of 20 shooting for Giannis. Middleton, 18 points. Brooke Lopez, 14 and 10 for Dante DiVincenzo. Four of the five in the starting lineup. Scoring double figures. The only one not to score in double figures was Wesley Matthews at the end of the day. And the drive of the game was that highlight you heard just there before we played that open. Giannis uh, with a big and one going down the lane. A highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. You could have picked numerous ones. He had a huge dunk uh, early in that game on a drop-off pass uh, from Dante DiFangenzo. And he just threw it down one hand. Had a lot of those plays where you're like, man, dude is just nasty uh, in certain situations. Really was uh, tonight, and tonight was really no different as the Bucks get the win 119 to 112. I said before the break that there were some things that, well, mainly one thing that I was a little bit concerned about, okay? My concern are minutes. Those are my concern. 32 minutes for Giannis, 33 minutes uh, for Chris Middleton, 29 minutes for Brooke Lopez, 27 for Matthews, 27 for DiVincenzo, 28 for George Hill. You may think I'm overreacting. I'm okay with that. That's normal. That's what this postgame show is about, me overreacting. Getting all worked up over stuff that everybody else thinks isn't worthy of being worked up. But we've been talking about it on the other shows. I, I, I'm not a big proponent of playing these guys a ton of minutes in games that don't mean much. I, I'm just not. 
Love the fact that they won. Love the fact that they beat Boston. But I don't know if I'm down with playing him more minutes than he averaged in the entire season. I mean, Giannis averaged 30 minutes a night, played 32 tonight, had a huge game, was the guy in the fourth quarter, was the main reason they won the game in the fourth quarter. So they got the win because of Giannis. Sidney Moncrief, when he was on earlier, you know, talked about just how big Giannis was. And in some games, maybe he's not as big down the stretch for the Bucs, but he was this time. I get a little bit concerned about that. Now, you could turn around and say, Spark, he had off how many months? Four months? Three, four months? He's fresh. Eight games before the postseason. Not going to be, shouldn't be tired still, even if he gets those eight games in before the postseason. It's not like he's had an entire season beating on his legs without a break. He's had a huge break, and he should be fresh. Yeah, I understand. And I, I can understand that, and I can get down with that. But I, as you all know, am a scaredy cat. Like, if I could put Giannis in a bubble between now and the start of the playoffs, I think I would try to get him into a bubble if at all possible. Like, I, I'm just trying to protect him at all costs. Yes, I want him to get in the flow of the game. Yes, I want him to get into a rhythm. Do I want him to play more minutes than he averaged in the regular season? That I'm not so sure about. Is he going to average more minutes in the postseason than he did in the regular season, 30 minutes? I would imagine so. Does he have to do it in the first round of the playoffs? Probably not. But, you know, the next the next thing coming up is the Houston Rockets. That's where they play next. 7.30, ABC, an ABC game for the Bucs on Sunday night. We'll be here immediately following, like always. Is Giannis going to play 32 minutes there? And then they get Brooklyn on Tuesday afternoon, 12.30, start on NBA TV. Do they pull the minutes back there? Uh, against lesser teams. Do they pull him back against Washington on the 11th? Maybe not play him as much against Dallas on the 8th because that's not a huge game one way or the other, but play him more against teams you may see in the playoffs. So Boston, Miami, I guess you could see Brooklyn now that I'm thinking about it. But So Boston, Brooklyn, Miami, Toronto, maybe those four games you play him more minutes to kind of set the tone for these teams, what they got to deal with in the postseason. And maybe the Western Conference games and Washington, maybe you don't play them as much. Maybe I'm the only one on that that ledge right now as far as minutes. But that's a, that's a small, nitpicky uh, concern at this point. Probably not Kyle Korver tweets at the fan, Hey, Sparky, can you do a Zoom Bucks game? Someone screen share it and we all jump on. It'll be like we're at a bar or a game. Hmm. I can say I'm very advanced or know how to work Zoom all that well. In fact, you could probably ask my boss. I was supposed to be in one meeting and I couldn't figure out how to get the microphone on. So if I can figure it out more and figure out how to do that whole thing, yeah, maybe. I think it's probably more of a playoff game thing than it is a regular season thing. Maybe it's more of an NBA finals thing. Maybe make it even more special. We do it during the finals. But I don't hate the idea. I think it could be. I think it could be pretty fun. Got to watch my mouth because I don't want to be swearing on Zoom. But that would probably be something. Martinez tweets at the fan in response to Marcus Smart, who after the game tonight for the Boston Celtics said that he believes the reason that the charge call was overturned to a blocking call 
on Giannis was because the referees didn't want to foul out Giannis. That's why they overturned it, because he ended up with five fouls, and that would have ended the game for him in a tight game, and they didn't want to kick the MVP out of a game. That's why he thinks it happened, and I about lost my mind. So that's the first time I think I've ever heard that from an opposing player saying that about a Bucks player. Made my night, personally. Martinez sweets at the fence. Spark, it feels so damn good to finally hear an opposing player complain about a Bucks player getting cheat calls. Go Bucks with a bunch of laughing emojis. I agree. That was simply amazing to me. Let's go to Rain on the north side. You're next here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, live from the Pella window and doors of Wisconsin Studios. What's up, buddy? I excitement. Oh, man, I'm jacked. Let's do this. Well, you know, um, as a basketball player, that was a foul. That charge, not the charge, the one against Dice was a foul. That's the one that should have been called. I was, I was I was surprised that well, I don't know what they did with that. It's almost they just went to Bush League on that one. But one of my concerns I saw is giving up these leads. And, you know, uh, they were like in the game. Like, like for the, I mean, Boston was never like that far away. They was like right there. And we always talk about closing out games. Yep. But it looked like. The Bucks are getting fatigued, so I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with you talking about these minutes. It's still early, you know. Well, they like said Giannis said that he thought he was at like seventy percent uh, physically of where he needs to be when they get going. Right. So yeah, well, okay. fatigue has to be part of it for sure. They were only playing twenty twenty one minutes in the scrimmages, and today right. he played like 12 more minutes at 32 minutes. I'm not quite sure he thought he was going to play 32 minutes. Maybe Bootenholzer didn't plan on playing him 32 minutes. We'll hear from Coach Bootenholzer coming up in the next segment. Uh, and maybe it was just flow of the game and so forth, and they wanted to win that game one way or the other, and maybe Giannis begged to well, stay I mean, in. I think he wanted to get that win because that New Orleans loss was pretty bad. He played all the starters. That, that You got to get a, you gotta bounce back and come back and get a win. But another concern is – if Giannis doesn't have a big game, what happens? So he had 35 points, so they scored 116. Okay, so if he doesn't have a big game, what, what happens? But rain. What, what if he fouls out early? So you're early saying like in a postseason game, right? Huh? So you're saying like in a postseason game, rain? Yeah, in a postseason. Yeah, game, well, in a postseason game, you're going to have Bledsoe, Connaughton, Marvin Williams. You'll have more offense at. at at your request to play more so than you did tonight with Giannis. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, well, I'm just saying like Boston Walker only played 19 minutes, and his plus minus is pretty good for 19 minutes. Sure, Kemba Walker's always been a problem for the Bucks against the Bucks. Yep. And if Bless would have played, I don't think he would have neutralized. It wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been a factor. But what I'm saying going forward is, I saw a lapse in scoring. They jumped out to a big lead, and Boston didn't panic. And they, they, they closed the lead down. I think it was a, at half, the first, end of the fourth quarter. What was it four points or something like that? Yep. Four-point lead. So that defense that we talk about, the Bucks. I think they get tired. That's what it looks like. I think they'll be fine. I'm not too worried. First regular season game, they're going to stretch out. Thanks for the call, Rain. We'll talk more. Back on the air Sunday night. Uh, again, remember, you've got seven more of these. Houston, Brooklyn, Miami, Dallas, Toronto, Washington, Memphis. It ends on the 13th. Still no game time for that. 
But that that's how it ends, and then the postseason starts. And even then, the first round of the playoffs, you still have time to get your legs. You still have time to get your cardio or whatever it is may, that you may need because that should not be a close series. The first series in the playoffs with the best team in the NBA is the one seed. In my opinion, should not be a close series. It should be pretty much a sweep. Like I, I'm going to be. I might be kind of mad if they lose a game in the first round. I'm just gonna be honest. Might be kind of mad if they lose a game in the first round. I don't care who the eight seed is. Then after you breeze through that, then I expect things to get a little bit tougher because then you're gonna be playing probably a pretty good team in the East. Then okay, I can get down with it being a little bit tougher. Uh, at that point, then then I'm kind of okay. All right, coming up next, Coach Budenholzer uh, spoke after the game, and we'll hear from him after the Bucks get a nice, nice victory tonight, 119 to 112. Did that really just happen? It's time for the Are You Kidding Me moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. I guess you could pick a couple of different things. I could pick Marcus Smart after the game, saying that he thinks the reason they overturned the charging call on Giannis at the end was because they didn't want to kick out Giannis. That would have been his sixth foul. He said, let's call a spade a spade. That'll get him fined, by the way. So, Marcus Smart, bitter uh, about star treatment for Giannis. I'll be honest with you, there's nobody on the Celtics that gets that type of treatment. Nobody. Right? There's Jalen Brown's not going to get that type of treatment. Jason Tatum's not going to get that type of treatment. The guy that they had that could have got that type of treatment would have been Kyrie. Maybe. And that, I think, might be a stretch, too, because I'm not sure he gets that type. So, that could be the are you kidding me moment of the game. Or the fact that they did overturn it could be the are you kidding me moment of the game as well. Mayor Mitch and I were both sitting here. Mitch, can turn, turn your bike on. We were both sitting here when that happened. And Mitch, I don't yeah, know if you've I, ever heard. I wouldn't repeat that. I, I don't know if you've ever heard uh, how Mitch acts during games, but he's kind of like I used to be like 10, 15 <laughs> years ago. A lot of swearing and getting angry over everything. And... <laughs> That was another one. And and Mayor yeah, Mitch just I, is I'm like, dude, embarrassed I can't one. stand that dude. And I'm with Mayor Mitch on this. I can't stand Marcus Smart either. Cannot stand him. He just, oh my gosh. But again, I don't know what it is. Like, they show the replay, and I looked at Mitch, I go, he was there. Like, he was there. That's that's going to be a charge. And that made me even angrier when I saw that. It was like, yeah, I mean, he, he, he was there. He pretty legit was, was there. He was there. And so then I looked at Mitch, I go, Yaz ain't getting that call. It's just not happening. And then I got back to doing work, and Mitch gets back to doing work. We both look up. He goes, "Did they overturn that?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, Pierce he's at the line. They must. They called it a blocking foul." And, and that is the "Are you kidding me?" moment of the game. Because if that's last year, two years ago, three years ago, there's no chance they overturned that call on Giannis. And to Marcus Smart's point, maybe it was because they didn't want him following out. How many times on this show? over the years, since 2007, have we made that exact same statement about star players playing against the Bucks of why fouls weren't being called on them? We've done that a hundred times, complaining about referees and star treatment on other guys. And I said time and time again, if we ever get one, you're going to be happy. And we got one. Not only do we have one, we got the best player in the league 
on back-to-back years. He's gonna he should win back-to-back MVPs. He very well could win defensive player of the year. Sit back and enjoy it. Cause never, never in my dreams did I think I would have read what Marcus Smart said tonight. Like, nope. Never would have thought anybody would have said that about um about a Bucks player. All right, let's go uh and hear what Coach Bud had to say after the Bucks get a win tonight over the Boston Celtics, 119 to 112. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1 800 44 Pride. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, Bucks get the win 119 to 112 tonight. Coach Boonholzer wearing mask and all after the game. Got up to like a what you call that fake podium? I don't know. Kind of looked like a podium setup or a desk or something along those lines, based on what we could tell on Fox Sports Wisconsin. And uh, got to talking to the media after the game. Wasn't very long, but he did talk a little bit after a win over the Celtics. Maybe just a tiny bit over what we wanted to, um, but Minutes very, played. very close to you know being you know Chris getting up close to 33 is probably a minute more than we wanted, and Giannis at 32 was his high end. So um, you know close, but it was it was good for us to be tested in a close game and for these guys conditioning and being able to play. Um, you know, those types of minutes. So I think it was a, a good opportunity and the guys were great with it. Eric Woodyard. Hey, what's up, Coach? You guys did a solid defensive effort tonight on Jason Tatum. You know, before the, before the break, he was having a career season. Just kind of talk about the job you guys did on him and the focus you guys put on him tonight. Yeah, you know, I think um, Wesley Matthews gets the assignment, you know, out of the gate. And I think he sets a tone and, you know, really makes it tough for guys to get into a rhythm early to get anything clean and anything that feels good. And, you know, then you just throw more waves of guys at him. And, you know, George Hill has had some success guarding him. He had him some, um, you know, I think Chris and, you know, really everybody gets a chance. And I think, you know, Giannis and Brooke can never be, uh, you know, underestimated how they help in the paint and make things difficult. So, you know, and I think, you know, uh, Jason probably missed a few looks that, you know, maybe he makes and, and feels better, but uh, but I thought overall the defense on him was really good. Joe Varden, go ahead. All right, I'll ask. In the in the fourth quarter, late, uh, he Giannis kind of like MMA Tyson the hip, and he, they said no call. And MMA? Did he say? Shut up! Get out of here, Joe. There that he may have picked up the sixth. Yeah, I mean, I'm human, you know, so you hear a whistle. So I think, you know, I'd be lying. I don't exactly love your description of MMA. I yeah. think the guy. Thank you. I think, I think these went MMA and or WWF. But uh, anyways, uh, you know, I think the refs, you know, I think sometimes it's hard. Um, you know, there's so many things happening on the court. And, you know, I thought it was a good job of officiating just, you know, to, to blow the whistle, no call and just try and go and discern what had happened and nothing had happened and uh and then the the block charge those are tough calls and um you know i think that's one of the great things about replay and you know actually had a you know had a huge impact and so um, we're fortunate that you know both of those situations i guess um you know correctly were were officiated and reviewed eric name 
I know it doesn't always show up with blocks, but Brooke has six of them tonight. Just what do you think of his ability to be there and alter shots, block shots, just kind of be around it? It really felt like he was kind of back to what he always is. Yeah, no, I mean, his job, you know, the pr protecting the paint, protecting the rim was phenomenal. And like you said, I mean, Tonight, you know, he's credited with six. You know, we feel like he alters and changes, you know, a lot more shots than than just the ones he blocks. And I think, you know, offenses and players are just, you know, they're leery of driving the paint and, you know, what's going to happen when they get there. So, you know, he's such a big part. And then you come in with Robin behind him, and it's, you know, very similar. So, um, you know, I think it was a great start for Brooke. Last one to Kane. Yeah, I kind of wanted to ask about Brooke as well, but also Robin, particularly in the third quarter. At times, the offense looked a little bogged down with Giannis off the floor, and Robin came up with a couple of baskets in a row. Uh, how important are those two guys going to be at getting different looks closer to the basket and just uh, you know, getting a little diversity with that offense? Yeah, no, those those two baskets, I mean, we were, you know, just we were having a hard time finding anything. And, um, you know, I thought, I thought, that you know the timeliness of, of both of those were, were really important and then you know I think George Hill you know got him going at least one of those if not both of them and you know so I think those two have got to just continue to work and get their rhythm and um, you know I think that'll happen and so um, but those those were big baskets and, and Brooke had a couple of you know post moves and and threes and so and, and Robin you know hits a three and so you know I think just those two guys combined you know give us great play from the center spot. All right, there he is, Coach Boonholzer, the MMA reference on Giannis. Just stop. Just see, can you wonder why people get angry with East Coast media in this town? Just would you stop being so overdramatic with that? Just stop. And I'm glad Boonholzer played it off. And then Boonholzer started off the, the presser talking about minutes played. That was my only thing in this whole thing. Like, I just don't know... <laughs> If we need to play these guys 32, 33 minutes in the first game of eight games, obviously Budenholzer knows more, and obviously he has a goal of what he wants uh, his star players to average, him and Middleton and Blood, so they'll have to work up slowly but surely, and where he wants them to be going into the first playoff series. So we'll see how that whole thing works out. All right, coming up next, we're going to go inside the locker room, and guess what? Giannis got asked about Marcus Smart's comments after the game of why Marcus Smart thought that the charge was overturned to a block. Smart said, let's call a spade a spade. We all know why Giannis didn't get that call, meaning that would have been his sixth foul. Giannis answers that coming up next here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. And don't forget, when the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's with the Wendy's new breakfast. That's right, because the Bucks won tonight. You get 24 hours after each Bucks win to act and act fast. So let me tell you what you get tomorrow morning. When the Bucks win, stop by any participating Wisconsin Wendy's for a free sausage or bacon biscuit or a free small Frosty Chino with any breakfast purchase. So tomorrow, we all know where we're going for breakfast. We're going to Wendy's, baby. So, you know, you and the girl, you and the kids, let them get what they want, and then you get to pig out on a free sausage or bacon biscuit or get yourself a delicious, and they are delicious, free small frosty chino in the morning. It is a beautiful thing. Again, only good for 24 hours after each Bucks win. So you got to act tomorrow morning to take advantage of this. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. 
McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, we are back. The Bucs get the win tonight over the Boston Celtics, 119-112. to Injury report for tonight's game. Pat Connaughton, Eric Bledsoe still working up their conditioning, recovering from the COVID-19 quarantines that they were both in before heading down to Orlando. So they should get some game action, I would think, here in the next couple of games at some point, just being uh, – cautious so they don't end up with you know hamstring injuries and so forth by overextending them before they're ready uh, speaking of overextending Marvin Williams with a groin injury that's why he did not play tonight and those are the three uh, that didn't suit up tonight uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks behold our mortal enemy we're keeping an eye on the enemy how did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. And we are broadcasting live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios. Check them out at PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. Say hi to Gina Della the next time uh, you head over there. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet in the whole wide world. Uh, Okay, so as we eye up the enemy, let's check out uh, what we have for the Boston Celtics box score tonight. Leading the way, Marcus Smart, enemy number one for Bucks fans, I would say, tonight. 23 points for Marcus Smart, four boards uh, and 7 of 11 shooting, 32 minutes played. 22 points for Jalen Brown, 6 of 15, only 3 of 10 from 3 for him. Uh, Jason Tatum did not a thing, 2 of 18 from the floor. Yikes, 0 of 4 from 3, only 5 points for Jason Tatum as we eye up the enemy, uh, and that is the Boston Celtics. Now, as we eye up the enemy, we should also talk about uh, the MVB of the game, the Chevy MVB of the game. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. That obviously has to be Giannis tonight without question, right? Giannis, 36 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, 1 steal, 1 block shot, 14 of 20 from the floor, 1 of 3 from 3, 7 of 12 from the free throw line in 32 minutes played. Giannis, your MVB of the game. And speaking of Giannis, Let's go inside that uh, locker room and uh, see exactly what Giannis has to say. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box. Well, I got not inside the box. I want to go inside the locker room. See, this is what happens when you're off for a while. You're sitting here trying to find all of the different buttons that you have to fire and so forth. And I do not see one for uh, inside the locker room, which is it's not a big deal. It's it's completely fine. It's brought to you by Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org. To see how your small business can be a part of it. All right, let's go inside the locker room and hear from Giannis. And I was told that he is asked about Marcus Smart's comments from after the game. So that should be fun. Here's Giannis. 
So in the in the charts play, uh, once uh, I avoided the uh, ties, uh, I saw a wide open line, and then uh, I saw Marcus Smart moving. So I thought he was late. That's what I thought uh, while I fell down on the floor. But the color charge, uh, they went back, they reviewed it, they saw that he was moving while I was in the while I was in the air, and uh, they overturned the call, so I was able to stay in the game of my team. But either way, even if I was out of the game, I still try find a way to cheer my team on. But uh, thank God I was overturned the of the play, and I was able to stay in the game. The other call, I was just trying to avoid the I was just trying to avoid the uh, the pick and roll, but. You know, in those situations, when uh, you have five fouls, guys are just trying to be smart, try to make you, uh, you know, commit to your sixth foul. So um, they were just trying to be smart. They were just trying to, you know, get in front of me, try to make me react to my, you know, my elbow, my push, push over, uh, what else? Just to try to get me out of my game. So, you know, I respect, you know, that's how the game should be played, but, uh, you know, I think the referees did a good job just uh, realized that the other team was trying to do that. Matt Velasquez? Uh, you know, Giannis, fouls were, were kind of omnipresent for you all, all night tonight. You had three in the first half. You had a bunch uh, of foul situations or possible foul situations down the stretch. What kind of better decision-making do you feel like you need to make in order to avoid those situations in the future? Just uh, don't reach. I feel like I always do this. You know, I know, I know uh, who I am. I know whenever I get excited, whenever I come back from uh, the off season, or whenever I come back from a long break, I'm just excited. I'm just reaching all the time, try to uh, go for steals. I'm just aggressive. Sometimes I get out of control, but that's how I learn. You know, that's how I learn. Uh, sometimes you gotta make mistakes to learn. And uh, today I learned from my mistakes. I know I gotta still be. Be aggressive. It doesn't matter if I get a charge. If I get six charges, okay, you know I'm, I can live with that. But I gotta just be smart, just being active without reaching and uh, showing help without pulling my hands and uh, committing like stupid fouls. And Golliver, go ahead. Um, I saw you talking to Marcus Smart there a little bit at the end of the game. He just came into his press conference and said the real reason why they overturned is because they didn't want you to foul out. Do you have any response to that comment? And then. Do you like that matchup with him? It seems like he relishes it. No, uh, first of all, you know, you know, that's his opinion. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, when I had the conversation with him, I respect, I respect him as a player. I think he's a great player. I think one thing that I respect about him is that he's the first guy on the floor. Uh, he chases teammate. He plays hard. He guards the best player. So that's what I told him at the end of the game. I said, I respect you. I respect you play hard, and uh, I just play hard. There's nothing more to that you know i'm not coming at you i really don't that's not my personality i just try to stay focused try to help my team win and i know that he's going to try to talk talk all the time and get me out of my game and i expect that he's doing that because he's trying to get me out of my game i understand that you know when i sit down and i calm down i look back and i understand what he's trying to do i don't think he's a bad person you know at the end of the day that's his opinion i feel like he was moving in the last play but either way Either way, you know, uh, if it was a charge, if it was not charged, I'm happy that we got the win and um, I'll learn from the play. Joe Varden. I have a couple questions about how you play. One of them is, do you know how far you can cover in two steps? 
uh, I, I don't think I don't think about that. But I've seen a lot of uh, clips of myself uh, while I watch videos with uh, the coach staff. I know that I, I can cover a lot of ground with one dribble or with uh, two steps or with uh, two dribble when I rebound the ball. So I just um, try to be smart. There's there's gotta be t- there's gonna be times that I'm gonna cover a lot of ground, but I'm trying to. Uh, throw the ball ahead to my teammates and they can cover the ground. Then I can come behind them and just be smart because, you know, I feel like I know that I can cover a lot of ground, but I know the defense is loading so much and it doesn't always work. I feel like you can benefit more by rebounding the ball, throwing the head. And once I get to the three-point line, I can get it back and then cover ground. So. Yeah, I, just, I do realize how, many, how much ground I cover. And he's like, how, and I maybe never even thought of this, like, how far away from the rim can you be and realize that you can get there? I can, I can probably be um, right in between the half court and the three point line. Mm-hmm. I can take two steps and dunk it. And then one more. Uh, tonight, obviously, you had Marcus on you, but there was even a couple of times where Kemba switched on to you. Yes. What do you? What goes through your mind when you have a player that is considerably smaller than you on your back? Uh, just um, buck him down, buck him down uh, easily without, uh, you know, um, uh, hitting hitting him with my elbow because I know he's going to try to reach one or he's going to try to flop, right? So I just go slowly, slowly, slowly. If nobody comes, I know that I'm close enough to the rim to go up and score. But usually, those situation there's always a, uh, a help coming, right? So when I'm backing him down, I'm locating where the help is coming from, and then my teammates are doing always a good job cutting. So always there's gonna be uh, somebody wide open. There is Giannis uh, talking after the game tonight. Giannis again was the uh, MVB of the game by far, right? 36 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, a steal, a block, and a couple of turnovers. A big, big game for Giannis. Up next, we will talk to Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, get his thoughts on what he saw tonight between the Bucks and the Boston Celtics. That's next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios, here on The Fan. Bucks get the win tonight, 119 to 112. Giannis with 36 points on a win. The Bucks don't stop here. Milwaukee Bucks, green and growing, better each year. Green and growing, the Bucks don't stop here. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. 
This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, Matt Velasquez joins us now from the comfort of his home, not inside a bubble, not at a stadium, chilling at his house. I'm not even going to ask him what he's wearing, but but he's there either way and uh, just relaxing, watching the Bucks celtics game. Matt, your thoughts on what you saw tonight in the first game of this eight-game ramp-up to the postseason? I'm, I'm like, exhausted. Like, that game was <laughs> – I don't want to say it was right back to, like, where things were in the regular season um, because I, I think that both teams could play better. But, I mean, after, after all this time of not having meaningful basketball, like, that was intense. Like, that was a, a good, hard-fought, like, down-to-the-wire basketball game. Uh, you know, the two teams competed hard. We had some, you know, some interesting uh, calls down the stretch, things that, that made for a lot of drama. I mean, I, I had fun. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm out of shape in terms of, of covering games. Just like Giannis said, he's not in the in, in his best shape yet. I, I'm not there, but, you know, it it was fun. When we talk about this this Bucks team in this playoff run, did you expect these guys to get 32 and 30 minute three minutes of run between Giannis and Middleton? I, it was one of the questions right away for Budenholzer. I thought they'd be closer to 25 minutes myself, considering in the scrimmages they were playing around 20, 21 minutes. You know, I, I thought that they'd probably play around 30, definitely no more than 35. Like if they hit 35, I would have been shocked. Um, you know, and, and Bud even said in his post game that. You know, Chris playing 33 minutes was like a, about a minute more than they'd want, and 32 for Giannis was about the high end for what they wanted from him. Uh, so I, I'm not totally surprised given the way the game went, uh, but it definitely was the on the high side of where they wanted to be. Time with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan after a Bucks 119 to 112 win. I guess the other thing that that stuck out to me tonight was you're able to beat this Boston Celtics team who is relatively healthy. You do it without Bledsoe, you do it without Pat Connaughton, and you did it without Marvin Williams. Yeah, I mean, it it was very impressive, and obviously Kemba Walker didn't play. uh, I I don't know if it was all of the fourth quarter or most of the fourth quarter, um, you know, due to him coming back from his injury uh, that, that, you know, Boston is trying to be very cautious with. You know, he hit his minutes limit, and that was it for him. You know, so who knows how this game goes if Kemba's able to play the whole game. But also, you know, who knows how this game goes if Bledsoe's there, if Connaughton's there, if Martin Williams is there, um, and everybody is unleashed. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the likelihood uh, of these two teams meeting the playoffs is. Um, but if they can, I mean, I, I would love to see these two teams at full strength, you know, going at it. I think that could be one heck of a series. Marcus Smart uh, saying after the game he thinks that charge got overturned because they didn't want Giannis to foul out of the game. Never in my life, Matt Velasquez, that I think I'd be doing a postgame show where an opposing player would be talking about a Bucks player getting uh, a call because they didn't want a Bucks player to foul out. I, I think it made my life hearing Marcus Smart say that. It was simply amazing. I mean, I don't think you're wrong there. I don't think you're wrong in saying that you wouldn't expect that uh, in Milwaukee. I mean, you've you've been in Milwaukee long, longer than me. Like you've been around this team and following this team longer than I have, so so you know just how crazy that is to hear. Um, I, I think Gian, Giannis handled it well. 
Uh, I know that there was some consistency in the way that Marcus Smart relayed events and the way that uh, Giannis relayed events, where after the game, the two talked, they were a little animated, and Giannis was just telling him how much he respected him and how great he thought he played and, and how hard he plays and how much he really appreciates that and, and appreciates him as a competitor. And Marcus Smart was just like, man, you know why you're still in the game. Like, you know why you didn't foul out. Um, and, you know, like, that that's fine. And, and you know, there, there's some, uh, you know, competitive juices flowing there. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, that hostile act call was, was kind of weird. Like, I, I don't really remember, like, seeing that. I know the NBA is trying to get rid of low blows and things like that. Sure. Um, but to, to kind of pause the game but not call a foul is, is interesting. I know there was a pool report that the officials said that, you know, they could have reviewed for a foul there. And if he thought it was a foul, like it would have been, but he thought it was just incidental contact. Um, you know, and then Giannis, when, when talking about Marcus Smart after the game, he's like, yeah, that's his opinion. And then he just went on to gush about how great he thinks Marcus Smart is. Always takes the high road. Yeah. He took the high road and, you know, it, it just makes things fun. It does. Matt Velasquez, Milwaukee Journal, Sunnell, always fun to have you on. We'll talk to you again Sunday night after game two of this run here in the bubble. Looking forward to it. All right, let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. Green and growing, Matt Velasquez. Green and growing. That's that's what we're going to go with. All right, let's do it. All right, sounds good. There he is, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, okay, so enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, hopefully the Brewers play tomorrow. We'll see if that actually happens. Next up, the Houston Rockets, 7.30 on ABC on Sunday night. We'll be here immediately following that one. Bucks get the win tonight, 119-112 over the Boston Celtics. Giannis went off again tonight with 36. And uh, up next, CBS Sports Radio. And tomorrow, 5 o'clock, uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show with the franchise Tim Allen, which hopefully will lead up to the first game at Miller Park of the season. Toodles! <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.